Alright. Happy New Year's, everybody. I know there's places around the world that are already ringing it in. You know, I like ceremony like this. Just the symbolism of, you know, closing a chapter and starting a new one. Just the refreshing nature of it. You know, don't poison it with all the statistics and all the realities. Like, it still is what it is. And as every day is an opportunity to start again, you know, it's nice to have an annual recognition of that. You know, yes, it's just another fucking day. But, I don't know. I think it's time to start taking a pause and look around and just see, you know, what we're really made of. A lot of people have it really good. The squabbles that we're having are seriously just misaligned with who we are. Which brings me to the topic I promised about, which I'm sure this will go on and on, but it's a combination of, first I want to get something out of the way. If you're not familiar with first principles thinking, familiarize yourself with it. Uh, I have some thoughts on it on jbrandonhall.com, FS blog, uh, Farnham Street has a magnificent deconstruction of it, and it's all over the place. Basically what it is, is just kind of fuck what you know, you know, like start from what you're trying to achieve and just work up. You know, work from the very, very basics and vigilantly attack any tendencies to fall into pattern thinking, blind spots, you know, echo chambers, all that shit. So, um, as far as the drug conversation goes, from a first principle standpoint, like, if you just put everything in a column, you know, the good and the bad of drugs, you know, drugs work, drugs cure diseases, you know, drugs uh, offer self-medication to, to people, which is important. You know, a real big conversation has to go on about that, about how, you know, it's not, there's a reasonable way for people to have freedom to self-medicate, you know, and it immediately becomes evident that any attempts to prohibit people from comforting themselves, be it in unhealthy ways or not, chemically or not, you know, the fallout, the damage is almost exclusively the byproduct of trying to apply prohibition to that. You know, desperation and scarcity pay a bi- play a big role, but just, you know, prohibition of any kind immediately creates a black market. Living in accordance with societal laws, uh, it comes a, there's a tax, like literally, there's a tax that comes with that. 
you know and people like and this pretty much applies to way more people than anybody wants to admit but when people need a little extra cash and they have access to something that's prohibited you know these stories write themselves and uh so the creation of any black market is illogical you know and i and i understand how much that strikes against just all sorts of moral and ethical frameworks that have been drilled in for generations you know but from a first principle standpoint if your goal is to reduce the harm from these things step one is the elimination of a black market because then that siphons funds out of of the I don't want to use the word white market that just that sounds stupid but just the legitimate above ground business dealings you know in ways that problems can kind of pay for their own damage is you know problems can only pay for their own damage if they're acknowledged you know allocated for so if we just fucking get over ourselves and let people do what they're going to do and direct the majority of the proceeds towards reducing poverty desperation uh, discomfort you know these things then the problem it's not going to take care of itself you know because the causes run like deep like deep 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 and but you know throwing money at a problem doesn't always help but the people who successfully come back from the brink are the ones who have access to medical care and the option to go to treatment you know and I like I don't even know if this needs to be broken down to first principles but if I would rather money go towards people get having the option for free treatment even if it doesn't work that's still a better place for those funds to land than anywhere else they were going because the lifeblood of the addiction world is that circulation you know money gets put back to feed the addiction and that cycle perpetuates you know I can't you know, my history with addiction was dark and in a long, pretty, not a lifetime, but the better part of 10 years. And the shit <laughs> that the number of people I like, I lost count on year one of the people who would have immediately quit forever, had the, uh, the opportunity to just fucking pull a parachute and eject. So anyway, the, uh, just the short game cannot be a reason to avoid the reality. You know, alcoholism is still pervasive, but it's not on the rise necessarily. I mean, not on a macro level. Maybe in responses to things like pandemics and 
you know, tough times, but I mean, alcohol found its groove, you know, and marijuana is currently finding its groove. You know, how, like, what kind of data are we going to have to have just pushed in the face of policymakers before they realize that, hey, you know, if we restructure this, allocate the funds appropriately and generously towards minimizing, you know, the problem, both from a treatment and a prevention standpoint, there's going to be enough left over to distribute cartel money, you know, to distribute like (laughs) breaking bad kind of money, you know, and these types of things like people who have long-term recovery rarely go back. You know, the people who are absolutely off to the races are desperate. You know, because another thing that needs to be baked into this is that there has to be a way back for people. That's the appeal of treatment. You know, instead of going and doing six months, a year, 18 months in the penitentiary, being an absolute financial catastrophe to the world, and then being released with all the cards stacked against you, every single fucking one of them. You can't have a job, you can't vote, you know, you're just, everything is a desperation move. And still, tons and tons of people come back from the brink, they're just that awesome. But, like, not pushing people back and not setting them up to fail, like, there needs to be, like, that money can be redistributed, and the more of that support system that happens, just like AA and NA and all those things, you know, these support systems... The bigger and more amazing they are, the more appealing they are to people. You know, when you can say, hey, here's an alternative, here's another way, and it's shitty, all right, well, it still saves tons of people, but the minute that you make this thing appealing, like, it has such a draw, you know, this, so, to subsidize this is necessary, it's absolutely necessary. You know, and the elimination of the black market is immediate access to funding for that. So, like, this is just one pillar of many that makes it absolutely mandatory that these policies need to be shifted and, and prohibition needs to be eliminated 100%. All right. Happy New Year's, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow.